Welcome to this month's episode of Gospel Eyes with Greg Steer. On behalf of Greg and the entire Dare to Share team, we want to thank you for tuning in this month. Uh, we have a special treat in store for all of you this month. Greg has recently concluded the seven-episode series, How to Build a Gospel Advancing Ministry. This month's episode, we have three youth leaders, practitioners, in the trenches who've been grinding it out, in some cases for years, applying gospel advancing ministry and those seven values in their context. And Greg is going to interview them today. They're going to share their stories, best practices, tips, tricks, anything that we hope and pray will help you as you seek to implement gospel advancing ministry into your youth ministry context. As a quick reminder, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you get updates for future podcasts. Take some time to rate and review the podcast. Helps generate buzz and get more and more youth leaders on board that we hope this will continue to be a blessing to them and their ministries. With that, here's Greg and our panel for this month's episode. All right, welcome to the Gospel Eyes with Greg Steer podcast, and I'm joined by some youth leaders, uh, kind of from different ministry contexts that are all implementing the seven values that we've just covered in the podcast series. And so we just want to talk a little bit about kind of, you know, how you've done that. But first of all, just kind of introduce yourself. We'll start with you, Pauline, and, and kind of where you're from, your ministry context, and we'll just kind of go around. Yeah, I'm Pauline Eber. I'm a part-time youth pastor with a local church, Fusion Community Church in upstate New York. Great. All right. Good. Day. I'm Gerard Gunter and uh, in uh, Memphis, Tennessee at uh, New Direction Christian Church, uh, next-gen pastor there. And uh, Yeah, man. Uh, my name is Chris Selby. I'm a former youth pastor of 17 years. I am now a full-time missionary to youth pastors that runs a coaching network called Multiply Ministries. Great. In Bill, Arkansas. There you go. Yeah. Home of Walmart. <laughs> That's right, Wally World, baby. Uh, so really? we you know, really kind of do have different ministry contexts. I mean, you're, what's your denominational background? Westland. So Westland and yours? Uh, I think we're non-denominational. Non-denom and you're? Southern Baptist. Southern Baptist. So we kind of cover the spectrum. And different settings. Uh, upstate New York, a little bit out in the kind of the... Yeah, we're more like a mountains farm country, actually. So yeah. definitely not the New York City context. Yeah. yeah. So and you're in inner Memphis. Yeah. Inner city Memphis. Inner city Memphis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of 200 active gangs in yeah. Memphis and you guys right in the middle of all yeah. that stuff. And Walmart. Wally World. Bentonville. Very, Bentonville. very rich, very affluent. Okay. Area. Yep. Mm. What Church on every street corner. What happened to you, man? What, it's a very rich area. I'm a missionary, bro. You're a missionary. <laughs> Bro, I used to start out broke when I was a youth pastor. Now I'm a missionary. I'm really broke. You're really broke. Yeah. Really broke. So <laughs> we're talking about like uh, gospel advancing, this whole concept. And, mm. and all of you have different stories. Hey, kind of got introduced mm -hmm. to that. But what kind of like, what kind of compelled you to say, man, this is something that, that I needed and want? And there's, there's no order. Whoever wants to jump in, jump in. But what kind of compelled you to the gospel advancing kind of mindset? Well, um, for me, starting out as the youth leader, um, you know, just coming off the street, helping out with Bible study, and then, you know, being asked to step into the, the youth director position at our church. And really, um, I do what most youth pastors have done before, and that's just kind of continue the torch from the mm. previous person. And in that context, I felt like there's something missing mm. here, mm. right? And I can't put my finger on it. And so I went to a youth pastor summit um, provided by Word of Life, 
And there, you were presenting mm. the gospelized package and mm. the seven values of a gospel-advancing ministry. And I sat there on the edge of my seat going, yes, that's it. Yes, that's it. Oh, man, I got to find mm. out more. And so immediately we got the materials, we brought it back, we painted the gospel acronym on the wall, and we poured right into Life in Six Words, mm. and it flourished. And we saw That's people awesome. actually engaging with the word in a whole new way. That's really cool. Yeah. And I, did, I guess I didn't realize that that backstory of that. And it's, I think, you know, there's a lot of youth leaders that when you share these seven values, mm. you, I can see it in their eyes, like, of course. Right. And it's almost like basic stuff, mm-hmm. but like how are we missing this basic, basic stuff? And it it really appeals to that burning gospel ember down deep inside. I think in the most my, – my assumption, people are like, oh, youth leaders. I go, you know, I think the, the average youth leader got into youth ministry because they love Jesus and they love kids mm-hmm. and they want to make the introduction. But they get institutionalized even within yeah. a few months because oh, yeah. of the system, oh, yeah. you know. So. Sure. Great to hear your story. What about you guys? How did you get kind of introduced to it? Yeah, I, I think for me it was it was probably more. I mean, we were doing. I mean, we were doing fine. Um, you know, kids were coming. You know, great great events. But I think for me, um, you know, just in the context of Memphis, you know, I, I as, a, as a youth pastor, my personal mission was like, Yo, God, if I can save save the gang member, I can save anybody, mm-hmm. right? And um, and I think I would I would begin to kind of see that be kind of like some some tough tough sledding right and um man just came upon you know gospel advanced values that share missions and i just mm. and begin to uh see how you know transforming giving them equipping them to do it uh you know was different and i remember kids would come up to me after after church and i'm just like you know this kid ain't you know i, I i'm going after the game member so I'm going into schools and they, and they like me mm. but they're like mm. you know yo preacher man like you know i'm not I'm not ready for that, right? <clears throat> but, you know, I remember seeing in the parable of the soils how, you know, Jesus told the disciples, like, no, hey, you're the good soil, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pour my life into you. And so these kids that were coming up to me after church, like, you know, it's the nerd kids. Like, you know, I'm not, you know, he's like, I ain't stabbed nobody, ain't killed nobody, but I want Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And so we began to pour our lives and, and these gospel values into them, and they went and go got the gang mm-hmm. members. And so because they were the cousins, right? yeah. they were the friends. And so yeah. and so we took the idea of, hey, we don't have to be like the quarterback, right? We can kind of equip these guys, and they go out and get them, and then we kind of build from there. And I, I remember because yeah. you went to youth specialties. Yep. Set through the seven values training there, yep. and I talked about are you a quarterback or a coach? Yep. And you told me after that really got you because you're a former semi-pro football yep. player. Yeah. And so they got to move from being the one that's reaching all the gang members. It's not right? semi-pro. It's that's professional, but it's it's not semi-pro. But. Semi-pro. It's not semi-pro. It's not. It's just, it was pro. But it's pro. It's pro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize. That. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, much respect. Yeah, throw that out. <laughs> don't, don't hurt me. I won't. Okay, good. All right. So, pro. I've been saying it wrong. So, all right. Good. Pro. Pro. Um, That's awesome. And so you, you kind of got that got that philosophy and you began to implement it. Yeah. And God has just done some amazing things. We'll, we'll get around to you a little bit. But, Chris, tell us a little bit about how did you get into yeah. this? Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember going to conferences 15 years ago. Um, hmm. but, but even though I took them to the conference, that was kind of where it ended. Yeah, because um, they get excited, and then right. what do we do after? Right, and so for me, the it was Ephesians four, eleven and twelve. Mm-hmm. You know, the gifts were prophecy and and teachers and pastors and evangelists. Our job is to equip the saints yeah. to do the work of the church. And I was like, yeah, I was like, whoa, wait mm-hmm. a minute, I'm 
I'm sharing the gospel. I'm trying to make a lot of disciples, but I'm not doing, not inspiring, equipping, and sending my students yeah. mm-hmm. to storm the gates of hell with the gospel in their own schools. Mm. I, and so, really, the values for me, it was almost like I had all the puzzle pieces and I knew all these things were important, but like the gospel advancing values gave me like the there were picture seven, box. Seven pieces missing. No. <laughs> it gave me the picture box. It gave me the picture box Sorry. to the puzzle on how yeah, I could put it together. Right. And so, from then on, I was like, you know, I looked at my kids as our, our ministry as a uh, mission sending agency, mm. and so I call students uh, federally funded missionaries into their schools, I man. And that. so that's what I try federally to coach Federally funded federally missionaries. Funded. The government got something right, baby. That's right. <laughs> What's cool too is, is you were with us out of everybody the longest on this journey because you were part yeah. of the conferences. Dare to Share was known for these, you know, major conferences. Oh, yeah, they were amazing. Yeah. They were really good. But we did a research project, and we found that uh, 74% of the students that left the Dare to Share conference were sh- actively sharing their faith. Like six months later, 34%. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm like, what in the world? That was on me. That was on the. That was on me. But it was. Like, it was. I think it was also on us because we we were so busy to use the parable of the sower. You know, hmm. training teens how to check gospel hmm. seeds. Yeah. We, we didn't realize we needed to train youth leaders to build greenhouses. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, And yes. that's where the seven values came in. We saw in the youth ministries that were killing it six mm-hmm. months later, yeah. they all had seven things in, value, yep. in common, seven values mm-hmm. in common. So talking about those values, kind of open it up again. So, like, which value did you, like, resonate with right away? It was like, okay, we're going to implement this right now. And you started to see some traction as a result of that. Uh, and accessory mm. prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, as I looked over uh, all the values, I really felt that strong conviction. I'm like, wow, Pauline, you've got a lot of these expectations, and God's called you to this beautiful thing. But, you know, how much time have mm. you truly given this over to God? You know, how much time have you interceded on behalf of mm. each and every single name on that list of your youth group? Um, and so, and even still today, if I feel as though um, maybe something was not. Um, executed perfectly or well, or maybe there could have been something better. Mm. That one thing always comes back to intercessory prayer. Yeah, every time. Mm. So, so to use the coach analogy, yeah. the coach is living inside of us. Yeah, through the Holy right. Spirit. Yeah. And when we pray, we pray on behalf of God. God answers. Yeah. That's great. Intercessory yeah. prayer. Yep. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jerome? No, I, I mean intercessory prayer definitely was important for us. Uh, but I, I think our kids. They really needed a, They needed, needed something to kind of get them going, like a, a mission and mm. relational evangelism. For us, was big. I mean, really, kind of because for them, there were so many people in their context that were that were contrary to the gospel, contrary mm. to Christianity, had Muslim friends, and and so we really need to kind of equip them on how to actually share their faith, how to be prepared to give an answer mm. for what mm. they believe, mm-hmm. right? And um and so for us to really kind of not give them a presentation, but like a conversation, kind of yeah, teach them yeah. how to do that. Um, I think for us, you know, I had kids calling me like, yo, like, Pastor, I'm at the lunchroom table, mm. and there's this Wiccan. We didn't cover that one. But <laughs> so what do we do? What do we do? You know, what do we do with this one, right? And, and actually, in the Dare to Share, you know, God, there's a yeah. uh, there's a uh, Wiccan. I don't know yeah. if his name is Willow the Wiccan or something. Willow the Wiccan. It actually yeah, is Willow. I, I okay, so. Yeah, Willow so, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, but, awesome. but so that was for us that we needed that because mm. there were so many different you know, um, you know, faiths and beliefs. Mm. You know, even at their schools, they needed something to really say, "Hey, I can, I can not not be right or, or, or they're wrong, but hey, let me just present a different way to you." Mm. And so, so for us, that was that's what we need. You know, it's interesting because when I think of your group, and I don't know the exact timeline, but 
I think that prayer, the whole see at the pole thing that yeah. happened, happened probably before. Oh yeah, before mm-hmm. you encountered Dare to Share or anything like that, right? Or right around the same time? No, no, this was this was around the same time. This was so <laughs> so. Just share the prayer story because I think what we're seeing is the, the I mean the flow of intercessory yeah. prayer to relational evangelism yeah. was pretty strong in your group. But how did that? Tell a little bit of the backstory about what happened in Memphis and how the prayer, the, yeah. the riot, the righteous riot. Oh yeah, so. So yeah, prayer was uh, you know like you know you know we talked about prayer intercessory prayer was big for us um, simply because it was probably one of those things that again we didn't kind of see as like yo this is what we need you know type deals like yo we're gonna pray and we're gonna mm. close out but but to see intercessory prayer as like something that really would drive our ministry mm. you know we kind of took that on and so at a time in our nation and, and definitely in our city where. Um, you know, there was a, a lot of, you know, violence and one police brutality was happening mm-hmm. uh, in, in our nation. Uh, I think uh, even at that time, uh, some kids, some teenagers, high school teenagers went out one night and uh, was leaving a CC's pizza and just uh, stumped a Kroger worker that was taking in some baskets, you know, um, and uh, and almost just like really they thought it was fun to do. Mm-hmm. And um, and I can uh, and then later on that almost like in the same month. Uh, a black kid was shot by a, a, a cop, right, mm-hmm. on the front lawn of our youth campus, and so we we knew that there there was a lot of people in that city that were really upset about what was going on. You know, a lot of riots breaking out. You know, even from churches. I mean, churches were upset, mm-hmm. and uh, but I but we really felt like there had to be like a different response. Like there had to yeah. be like we had to do something different, and just. From the values, just like man, like prayer is what's gonna fuel like mm-hmm. the chain. There had to be like a different response, and so we begin to pray and begin to train our mm-hmm. kids that summer, that whole summer, on prayer and like what we should awesome. do and, and, and how to respond to this <coughs> deal. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it turns out that that first prayer, we say, hey, we're gonna pray every Wednesday. You know, we knew Seattle Poe was coming, but we're gonna pray every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But the first time we prayed, it happened to be at CU at the fo- at the poll, and and uh, our students come back and they say, hey, yo, pastor, they said if we pray. You know, like, uh, man, we're going to all get ISS if we're one minute late to class. And I say, well, well hey, I don't want that to happen. What y'all want to do? Are we praying? Because, like, we just want to let you know. Right? And so, awesome. and so they get there, and, uh, man, 400 kids show up mm. uh, to this poll, man. And parents are out there, and they don't know what's going on. They think there's – because, again, the city is, like, on edge, right? Yeah. They don't know what's going to happen, mm. right? And so all these kids are showing up to pray. And uh, one of my students begins to pray, man. And he begins to, you know, passionately, you know, call on God. And somebody takes – out of phone mm. and man this thing goes viral mm. you know and so God places this this gospel response on display mm. for a city that was on the edge of really mm. kind of mm. you know burned up and so we know that that was started mm. by intercessory God, prayer awesome. so what's cool is you got that prayer going and then Relational evangelism kind of flows right after that. Yeah. You dare to share live. Get you know, you, yeah. students are able to learn how to articulate mm. the gospel, yeah. and it begins to change yeah. the trajectory. I mean, we talked about you know a, a city of I mean, two hundred active gangs. I oh mean, yeah, man, Memphis is broken city, mm-hmm. but block by block, church by church, We're taking it back with, with a, a different a gospel gang, Amen. right? Amen. <laughs> and uh, one message it can transform. So I know one of the things I'm excited about. Just on a side note is 
you're really trying to build a template to reach the urban corridors right. of every city yeah. and awesome. and get it going in Memphis strong, which is, it's going. It's, yeah. it's getting, gaining momentum. And then figure out how do we take that to other cities? How do, you, yeah. how do we minister and how do we really take our cities back yeah. through an army of teenagers? Mm-hmm. So you know? cool. And yeah. churches on board. So. Yeah, yeah that, and that's been cool because, you know, just really recognizing that, you know, these values – can, can work in any youth ministry, yeah. but but you have to be intentional about okay, where am I at, and how do I yeah. apply this to this particular yeah, area? Context, yeah. um, because it may uh, everybody has difficult issues, but they're not just difficult; it's just different, right? Yeah. And yeah. so we wanted to kind of be intentional about how do we apply those things. Well, I love it because you know the Word of God transcends culture. Yeah. So I mean, you have a kind of a rural church, mm-hmm. you have an urban church, you have. A Walmart church, you know, <laughs> and Denver, Colorado. You know, I'm from Denver, a very liberal city, and so you have all these different contexts. But all this stuff works in every context because it's not based on methodology right. Right. from exactly. you know, from Denver exactly. or whatever. It's, it's based on on principles from Scripture. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, what about you? Well, what, yeah. What to play off that, yeah. I mean, this it goes perfect because for us, we had the opposite. Mm. Mm. You know, you were broken, we were apathetic. Mm. Mm. I mean, so much money in our area church building on every street corner mm. and um so <clears throat> even going through teaching and training our kids how to share the gospel mm. even though i knew prayer was important it never was even though i said i never really believed that it really did fuel everything um i was too focused on the gospel mm. i don't guess you need too focused on but relational evangelism is mm-hmm. what i was focusing on mm-hmm. and then at <clears throat> an event called lead the cause right that that y'all do that's an amazing thing uh, you know, at first day we just pray, and, and I'll never forget. I was on my hands, uh, on, on my knees, and on my face, begging God uh, to break the hearts of my apathetic kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the Lord, in that still small voice, said, "Son, if you want me to do what you ask me to do, you're going to have to get serious about prayer." Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, so from that moment <clears throat> forward. Um, I made a commitment to, to get up an hour early, which mm-hmm. I hate mornings, <laughs> but it was going to take a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, he reminded me it's going to take a sacrifice to, to, to see God move. And so I started praying by every student by name, started getting our adult volunteers, our church praying for these kids. Mm-hmm. And, and over the next couple months, I started seeing them different. They started Their hearts started breaking for yeah. their students. And, yeah. and so ours was from a different path, yeah. but, but the same result because mm-hmm. that's God, right? Okay. And uh, we saw a great move of God. I mean, through that, because mm. they kind of knew how to share their faith because they've been hammering that for a year and a half. Yeah. But after that, after that lead the cause, that's when we saw the 35 mm. students mm. share the gospel 1,300 times, lead 140 of the friends of Christ, and it was all based on prayer. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, yeah. So good. Um, so let me ask you another question. So as you've, as you've kind of implemented these values into your ministry context, what may be one of the <clears throat> values that you struggle with impl- implementing and then – how have you been breaking through those barriers mm. to to improve mm. at that? So, you know, <clears throat> for me, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to answer this one from the coaching side because yeah. I coach a lot of youth pastors. Uh, most of the time, it's um, leaders embrace and model it, mm. getting the adult volunteers on board. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because they they come, you know, beforehand they were just babysitters or parents, and yeah. they just want to keep everything safe. And and when you raise the bar mm. and say, listen. We want you to start sharing your faith. We want you praying for kids. We want you to. All of a sudden, uh, it goes from program to person. Yeah, they're like, program. whoa, right? Yeah. And so to get them on board. And so some of the <clears throat> things that that uh, we've seen breakthroughs, other youth pastors see breakthroughs in is is uh, really praying, 
praying for them, but bringing trainings in to help mm-hmm. them understand the gospel of dancing yeah. values mm-hmm. uh, from the book of Acts, right? And so bringing trainers in to do that. And mm-hmm. then, it, but also it just takes time. You got to be faithful. Yeah. I mean, it takes a long time, but then I, you know, I've seen, I've seen, I think you have to raise the expectations mm-hmm. uh, for those. Like, for instance, one thing that one guy did, he made a contract. And he said, it's a year contract, but this is what I expect out of a mm. adult volunteer. You you will be doing the cause circle. Um, you will be, um, you know, sharing your faith. You will be discipling one of these students. Yeah. And how he held them to they started meeting once a month. Yep. And so what he wanted them to model to the kids, mm. he modeled with them when they met. They actually did do a Devo together. They mm. actually did do a cause circle update. They actually did go out mm. and share the gospel. And so, you know, what's beautiful about it, that, too, if you can do that, you're changing the whole church culture, yeah. not just the youth ministry. So you're so. you're aligning those leaders you know, we have five stages, yep. but that aligning leaders to, yeah. to do that, yeah. which is a difficult because sometimes leaders oh, just hard. want it safe, hard. right? Yeah. You both were amening what he was saying. Did you, did you find that kind of a that alignment piece as well, kind of a challenge, or what was? Yeah, so our leaders came from very different backgrounds. Mm. So coming on board and saying, okay, now we're going to have to step out of our comfort zones. And, and many of us hadn't gone out on the street and shared our faith with strangers and maybe even just those people in our families that are hard to which talk may, to. Which may be harder yes. <laughs> to talk to people that you know, right? Oh, yeah, very much so, because then you have that relationship on the line. Yeah. So we had to step outside of our comfort zones to really experience it for ourselves mm-hmm. before we can really Really seriously ask our students to do that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. Yeah. good. What about you, Dre? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think leaders modeling was was a, was a huge one. Um, just just because of where we're at, you know, we're in the Bible Belt, and so hmm. Sundays and football are was religion, you know. Mm-hmm. So you ask me to do anything outside of that, like, yeah, man, I, mm. you, you you missing me. But I think <laughs> I think even more so with that, I think ongoing programs, you know, reflecting it, like. Mm. You know, people say certain things are priority, but it, it's really not a priority until you see it in your schedule and your checkbook, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so uh, I think to really for our members to see or our leaders to see, like, yo, we're not coming off of this. Like, mm-hmm. so we're going to schedule this. Um, not just, you know, it's not just going to be prayer where we do it, you know, on a Sunday or in mm-hmm. our events. Like, this is going to be something like, hey, Thursday night, hey, let's come up here. Mm-hmm. We're going to be praying for our students. Uh, we're going to invite our student leaders. So so we actually had to begin to kind of put this into our program. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, and it, it was a challenge to our leaders. Like, look, man, I signed up for youth ministry to do on Sunday yeah. and do on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't sign up to do, like, Thursday night, Friday night, you know, prayer night. And I'm like, this is what we're doing, you know. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. so that was a that was That's a good. culture shift for us to, to really kind of – that it wasn't just something mm-hmm. we were saying. Like, like we're going to program this into what we do. And uh, and eventually our leaders kind of – they kind of got on So, onto you know, what I love about that, Gerard, is you, you're like, hey, I'm the youth leader. This is what we're doing. Yeah, that's right. And just to really encourage youth leaders watching, you know, when yep. you when you really take these steps, sometimes people are like, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure. Obviously, we want to win them and keep them. Of course. And, sure. But sometimes you have to say goodbye. Right. Yep. Um, and and to really build that direction into yep. the ministry. Obviously, you want your pastor on board and your leaders Absolutely. on board, and you have to be you have to be careful how you handle that. But I, I love the fact that you guys are leading the way. Yep. Your youth leaders leading the way. Yep. One thing I think another thing, and it goes along with that is is like I think it's important to give them the gospelized book. Yeah. And read it, but then take them to things like Dare Share Life. Yep. And for instance, so if they're not going to do it. If they're not going good, I mean, you you go out to share the gospel, yeah, yeah, yeah. and if after something like that, it's probably if they're not going to do it, then you're going to know they're going to be like, I'm out. 
Yeah. And so yeah. I think if you just keep moving forward, it kind of weeds them out. Yeah, so. that's good. So just kind of wrapping up our time, um, thinking through, like, somebody's watching this. They maybe watch some of the podcasts. Maybe they're reading Gospel Eyes. They mm-hmm. want to. They want to go all mm-hmm. in. What like what practical tip? Like what thing would you say? You know, remember this as you as you dive in. What would be that one thing for you guys? Well, start with you, Pauline. It's okay to fail. Okay. It's okay mm. to fail. Um, <laughs> as you as you read through Gospel Eyes, as you consider the seven values and you start to implement them, some things might not work the way you see it. Mm. But just because it doesn't work the way that that you feel that it, it needs to be implemented. Uh, doesn't mean that it can't work. Mm. So just keep grinding it out. Mm. Um, come alongside, like multiply ministries. You know, mm-hmm. find someone who can coach you through it. Find someone else who's already done um, dare to share gospel eyes or a, a part of a gospel advancing ministry. And as such, you'll have someone to help you work through all those different angles and the cultural context to your mm. actual ministry. Mm. Um, so it's okay to fail. Just keep Amen. going, That's you know, good. and pray, 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 pray. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, I probably would say along those same lines that um, you, you got to run your race, right? Mm. You know, these values are going to, you're going to do it here in New York and then Arkansas and Memphis, but uh, just whatever, because it happened over here doesn't necessarily mean it's going to mm. happen this way here, right? right? Yeah. right. But run your race, right? Stay fixed on Jesus. Keep working those values. Keep keep pressing. Keep cultivating. But run your race. You don't have to mm. compare yourself to the, the ministry down the street or the yeah. one. Um, right. And I think it's going to happen the way it happens for your ministry. Mm. And so, um, you know, and definitely in track, you know, uh, the, the lanes are staggered. So it may mm. look like that ministry is ahead of you, mm. but, but when you sure. come off the curve, because the lanes are staggered, you're right where you need to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important that we don't get caught up. Well, it, it blew up in this ministry, and oh, just keep just keep running that's your right. race. Yeah. And I that's think, right. you know, I said keep your eyes fixed on Jesus yeah. and run the race that's been marked out that's for good. you. That's good. Right? Yeah. And so I, I think like that that's, that's so important. Good. good. I think um, I think we're better together. Mm. So, so you need to find somebody. Um, that you can talk to, you can vent to, find somebody that's done it and been there. And I mean, part of that's kind of because that's my passion yep. to serve youth leaders in that way, to encourage, to keep going. Um, but in a personal context, man, multiply ministries or Dare to Share or Sun Life or Word of Life cannot make you do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, don't ever forget where you came from. Yep. Don't forget what Jesus has done for you. And uh, remember how many students mm. um, are going to hell yeah. that's never heard the gospel. Mm. That's mm. what keeps you going yep. yeah. at the end of the day. Um, yep. I mean, all this stuff is good, but, man, it's the it's got to be the Holy Spirit. Got, if Dareshare shuts their doors and multiply ministries and word of life, mm-hmm. I ain't going to stop. Are yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jesus gave us this mission. Yeah. And uh, He's our gospel that's our job. Leader. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's um, good. Yeah. Yeah. So just to encourage the youth leaders watching this, man, dive in. Um, different stories, different contexts, but same vision, same goal, every teen everywhere, hearing the gospel from a friend. Yeah. Wrestle through those seven values. You have a community at Dare to Share uh, that, that can help you. We want to help you. We've got Multiply Ministries just got launched. Yeah. MultiplyMinistries.org. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> Remember that. And then how would, they get a, how would they get a hold of you guys? Your social media. What would be? Uh, Instagram at jgunter5, I think. Yeah. That's I think me. so. On uh, yeah. Instagram yeah. and uh, Twitter uh, at jgunter5. 
27. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I think mine's just Instagram at cselby72. And okay. Twitter's the same. And multibyministries.com. Yeah, and then with Facebook, too, Multiply Ministries, yeah, Facebook page, yeah. And uh, Infuse, so uh, that's our student ministry. So you can hit me up, Pauline Ebert, on Facebook. So that's, you know, at Pauline Ebert. Yeah. Um, or you can email me, students at fusioncommunitychurch.org. So awesome. we're here to help yeah. and uh, serve and multiply and start in a righteous ride for the let's glory go. of God. Yeah. Take upstate New York and everywhere else with, yeah, with let's the go, baby. of Jesus. Um, we're going to pray for you. If you're watching this and you don't know Jesus, you need mm. to meet him. He loves you. He cares about you. Mm. Good works don't work. Mm. You know, we're all sinners. We fall short of God's standard. But mm. Jesus died in our place on the cross, rose again from the dead, yeah, offers eternal life to all those who simply mm. trust in him. So trust in him now. Enter into that eternal relationship that starts now and lasts forever. So let me pray for you. Father, thank you for these youth leaders around this table. Thank you for the youth leaders uh, listening to this or watching yes, this Lord. on the podcast. I pray, God, you would bless them and encourage them, help them to engage, help them to, to run their race uh, that you've set forth before them, keeping their eyes on Jesus, staying within those lanes that you've given them, mm. Lord, really following these seven values based in the book of Acts and throughout mm. the epistles and the gospels. Lord, I just pray that you would help them to run their race to win yes, and Jesus. enable them through your spirit to win. Uh, to win that race and to win lost souls and to make and multiply disciples. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks, guys. Thank stuff. you, man. It's good stuff.